America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I promise it's the real me. I haven't been replaced by three different actors or a different (laughs) name. Like, I promise it's me. Yeah, and we're not breaking up. We're staying together forever. Everyone looks at our relationship and they're like, that is what we need to live up to. I mean, like, yeah, mm-hmm. everyone looks at our friendship and is like, this is how I know all other friendships are going to last because we are still friends. We're still, <laughs> we've made it this far. If a fire sign and a water sign can be friends, so too can you. Anybody can. Yeah. Um, but we're here with the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, can you believe we are at the season finale of season six of Boy Meets World, meaning we are almost starting the final season of Boy Meets World. I don't know how we got here, to be honest. We pushed through. We've been working hard, just like how all these couples work hard at their relationship. (laughs) We did the same. We did the same. You know, we did. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really proud of us. I, People were probably like, they'll never do it. They'd be like, are you really doing every single episode of Boy Meets World? Yeah, they'll drop out after two seasons. We no, do not. we say no to you, kind people. Actually, sounds like unkind people. We say no. We say we shall finish the whole show. And we are one step further wrapping up things for season six. I don't know. This felt, it felt finale-ish, but it also yeah. felt like a penultimate episode almost i don't know it felt kind of i mean we leave things a little bit undecided with Corey and topanga where first we saw Corey having cold feet um last episode 
And uh, now Topanga's having a little bit of cold feet because the the relationship that she has looked up to apparently her entire life uh, is her parents, which kind of news to me. I mean, she hasn't lived with them for wait, when did was it just her senior year that she was? I thought that she moved out like third season. No, uh, it maybe wasn't. fourth season. Then I think she maybe it was like a junior or a senior. I think they say it in this episode. Um, but either way, yeah, uh, season four, episode like fifteen or so it's 16. been two seasons, so probably two years. So it must have been like senior beginning of senior year or something. Um, but yeah, her parents are who she idolizes. It's the relationship that she focuses on, and getting some bad news bad bad news this episode yeah um i don't really know what is going on in the eric storyline but we'll talk about it but i think the headliner for this episode is truly feeny has found love and he's getting hitched yes we love to see it yes the question i have is do you think that feeny it rushed into marriage too quickly no in my opinion at the older you get the more you're like, I know what I want. I think that's why we're seeing Topanga and Corey struggle a little bit. They're very young and they're they're getting married. And I think you're bound to have more doubts. By the time you reach Feeney's age, I can tell you myself, by the time I reached the age at which I got married, I was like, no, I know what I want now. I'm, I don't feel like I did when I was in my 20s, like my early, early 20s, where I was like, you know, you kind of want to see what's out there. By the time you're Feeney, you're like, Psh, I could keel over tomorrow. Like, if you love somebody, you got to take that risk with them. I, yeah, I guess that's totally true. And they they seem to really love each other. They don't want to waste any time. So they're going to get married in the most romantic place ever, the Matthews living room. Okay, this is some trash because we'll get into it, but like. Seriously, I feel like the courthouse would even be nicer than this. Well, that this is the dean of the university. I am sure Pembroke has a lovely campus with historic buildings. Oh my god, you're spot on. They probably have a nice garden a or Feeney's freaking garden that he's always pruning yeah, up. But no, but no, they're gonna get married in the Matthews living room. It is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. So we'll, let's talk through this episode because there's a decent bit going on. Um, the first thing we find out uh, is Topanga is really excited because somebody canceled at the banquet hall and now there's an open date. And she says, how would you like to get married on the 4th of July? And Corey says, oh, married on Independence Day. How ironic. Um, I how do you feel about a holiday wedding? gosh you know in theory it sounds like a really good idea because you're like oh i want to spend the holiday with all my friends anyway or family anyway it kind of kills two burns with one stone i think that the issue is is that it is convenient for you but it's not convenient for everybody else so you, you know what yeah. i mean like for your friends and family it's not convenient because they have their own plans. They want to do their own thing. I think that to hijack somebody's like holiday plans is really rude. I mean, what do you think about it? I'm fairly, I'm pretty much spot on with exactly what you said in that like most, especially 4th of July, that is a big travel holiday. It's smacked up in the middle of the summer. So people usually have plans. I think that 
for a different holiday, maybe it's not as big of a deal. But if I'm being honest, I feel like you shouldn't be getting married on holidays or holiday weekends at all. Just because it really, you're just assuming that people don't have anything better to do than attend your wedding. Well, it's usually not the case. Usually people have these plans planned out pretty far in advance. So what about like even a New Year's party? In theory, sounds like a very fun time. Like how fun would it be to have all of your friends and family? Yeah. And New Year's is a lesser holiday. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't get married on like big, big stuff like Christmas, 4th of July, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Exactly. But if you want to get married on like, yeah, on New Year's, I feel like that's fine. If you want to even get married. People won't like it though. No, people, I I still think you could pick so many other days and like why, why choose the holiday, you know? Because it's cheaper because then you can have, is it cheaper though? I feel like it's more expensive. Like, it's cheaper to do, like, a weekday wedding. I always thought it was cheaper. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe we're wrong. Who knows? If you got married on a holiday, we truly mean no offense to you. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Topanga is just, like, um, uh, yeah. So, Corey tells Topanga he's been having the anti-marriage dreams. Uh, and everything, like, doesn't come out well. Like they get married, they end up in the poor house. Um, and there's a sign on the front that says the poor house. <laughs> it's so stupid. My um, my worst dream is to end up in the poor house, but I already live there. <laughs> you do not live in the poor house. You're in the house. In the poor is so house. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, and apparently the execution room was called the Topanga room, and the executioner was Topanga. And there were chopped off heads that were Corey's heads. These sound far worse than the dreams that we saw in the last episode. I gotta say. <laughs> really? Because I, I just think that all these dreams are getting worse and worse and worse. Chopped up heads, uh, strangulation, like all this stuff. He's he's losing it. Yeah. And uh, Topanga's like, are you sure? Because like, are you sure you want to get married? I look at our parents and they got married when they were young and they still love each other more than they ever did. And so this is really, really tough. I will say Corey and Topanga, at least currently before we get to the later scene, have parents that are still married. They both both sets of parents got married young and both sets of parents are still married. There's a pretty like uh it's pretty unlikely statistically. Um, I will say that like being someone coming from a family where my parents also got married very young. My mom was 18. Um, when they got married, my dad was 21. So they were both very, very young when they got married. They're still together. It is something that kind of, it puts the pressure on in a very specific way of like, gosh, you have so much to live up to. Right. So I can appreciate um, that Topanga feels this way that she sees that, well, it worked out with our parents. So why can't it work out with us? Right. Like, I feel like that makes sense for her to feel that way. Right. Absolutely. I I'm curious. So, um, so did you feel that sort of pressure to get married when you were when, super young? Yeah. When I was young, I definitely, it wasn't that I felt pressure to get married. It was more of like pressure to find the person that I wanted to be with because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm behind. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. you feel like your parents are so far ahead um, because they've been with each other for so long. Um, but yeah, I think that I, as I got older, I definitely got over it more, but 
being that I kind of felt that way around the same time that Topanga is like at the age Topanga is, I could totally relate to that, especially because she's been with Corey for so long that I, I'm sure to her, it feels like, well, why not just get married? We love each other and we right. want to spend the rest of our lives together. Um, Are your parents lovey-dovey like after all this time? How long, how many years have they been married? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me think. So my dad is 21. I just turned 31, which means he just turned 61. So 40 years. That's, that's an incredible amount of time. Yeah. It's a lot of time. I think like, um, they're, you know, me and you know, my like style, right. They're, they're probably more like me in terms of like, they're not making out in front of us. My mom is very nice. My mom is very, very nice. Both my parents are pretty nice. Um, but no, it's they're, they're yeah, they they still get along. Of course, they fight like parents fight, uh, couples fight. Is it um, about you? Like, oh, that Jessica, she's oh, never, no, she ruins her life. <laughs> they fight because they're people with very different personalities, and it, you know, that's the way it is. And my dad can be stubborn, and you know, it's just the way it is. But, um, no, I think it's just, I think it's totally different than, I think it's a, a different issue than. Either it can be, it can it can scar you in the same ways that having parents that are divorced can scar you, right? Where you don't necessarily have um, a couple to look up to, like Sean. We've talked about he's used Corey and Topanga as his way of like this is what love should look like. Whereas Corey and Topanga have looked at their own sets of parents, and right. so it's it's like it can really it can do damage in different ways. I'm not saying I'm damaged, but like I definitely had a very skewed perception of love when I was younger, because in my opinion, it was my parents found each other in high school. Like, okay, I must have to do that too. Most yeah. people don't do that. Most people are not that lucky to find who they want to be with in high school and stay with that person for Were this they, many years. They're high school sweethearts. Yeah. My, they started dating when my mom was gosh, 14, I think. Holy guacamole. I, it's really unlikely. Like that's the thing. It's so unlikely that that would happen. Um, and so it's one of those, and it's funny because my husband's parents are still married too. So it's, we're really, really rare I would say, mm-hmm. in, in the grand scheme of the world. Um, but it doesn't take the pressure off any, anymore. And I do think that like Topanga is struggling with this and I, I could totally understand Topanga's struggles because last she knew her parents were happy and in love and she's about to get a really rude awakening. Uh, so this is when Topanga drops like, oh, BT dubs. Parents are coming into town. Uh, they want to chat chat about the wedding. We need a month like heads up, don't we? I mean, I feel like at least like a week. Like they literally, what were they arriving that same day? Like this is insane. It's not right. Yeah, I need I need time. I need time. I don't even think that I can do. Probably I could do a week prior, but it would stress me out. Well, like if yeah. If you give me three weeks to a month, then I would be a lot happier about the arrival. I definitely agree. I think in this case, because Corey and Topanga are so young, it's not like they have like a house they have to clean to get ready, right? Like it's a yeah. little bit different, but they still very a, stressful. A dorm room that they have um, to, yeah, put together. And Topanga says, "Well, I want to be able to tell them we've set a date." And it's just like Topanga, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think what are they in their fall semester of college? This is their first semester. Is that right? Or are they going to be done with the first semester by the end of this season? Well, I guess we're um, done with the season. I think that 
did we even have Christmas yet? Did we have anything? There was no holidays. We did oh, have yeah, Christmas. We did. we did have Christmas. We had Christmas. So they must have so, finished their first semester. Then. Yeah. So this is the, this is, they're definitely over with the first semester and they're probably like mid second semester, spring semester. Okay. So th- to me, that's insanity then to be like, Hey, do you want a July 4th wedding? We have a few months. Well, yeah, it was a cancellation. So they have yeah. a few months to plan it. And, uh, I don't know. They're so young. Like, is it just me? Am I crazy for thinking you could take a couple of years to plan your wedding when you're this young? Like, what's the rush? Sex. That's what it is. That's the, that's, that's, that's the is the impetus of why these characters are so plagued about getting yeah. married so soon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just as they're talking about this, uh, Feeny and the Dean come up and they're like, we're getting married on Sunday. Uh, just a simple ceremony at the justice of the peace. Yeah. Well, they, they, they can commit cause they've already had sex and they know it's good. So they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. That's true. Um, That's true. They have. <laughs> so, uh, good for them. And then I, I love how, what was it? They were like. Feeny, are you scared? And Feeny was like, absolutely not. But then he's like, yes, yes, to Corey. Well, I think that's a different type of scared for Feeny because he hasn't been married in so long that I'm sure he's like a little bit nervous about. And, yeah. and also, gosh, it's so different, right? When you think about Feeny and you think about how like set his life is right he has his own home like he has things his way and he has had them that way for a very long time so I feel like it's a much different type of scared because I feel like he's confident in the relationship but you're still moving in with someone you're still joining lives with someone you know that's that's what I'm curious about like what's the logistics of this marriage is you know, the Dean moving in with Feeney is Feeney moving out of the house. Um, are they going to have two different homes? Like, I really mm. want to know what the, the situation is. I think Eric would literally lose his mind if Feeney moved out of the house. From oh, yeah. Door. Oh, yeah. The, the Dean will be would be. I don't know. There, the dean's windows for her car would be smashed in. Yes, <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so yeah, this is really exciting news. I feel like we've been wanting this for Feeny for so long, and I'm really happy that they did just decide like immediately we're just gonna we're just gonna have them get married because why not you know especially because this is william daniel's like legit wife too so it's even cuter it is cute i was thinking when they had their ceremony in a bit it's like what happens if they really did you know redo their vows and have like a nice little ceremony like how sweet would that be yeah yeah um, so Feeney and the Dean go to talk to Amy and Alan about um, their wedding. And they say just a simple ceremony at the justice of the peace and freaking Amy butts her face in and she's just like, Oh, Alan, they should have it here. And it's like, why? <laughs> okay. Conspiracy theory. You know how new mothers don't want to bring their babies anywhere because they're worried about their babies like, getting sick. Okay, but why bring a bunch of randos into your house to get your okay. baby sick? Excellent point. But also it's just <laughs> much more convenient to just leave baby Joshua at home and have the wedding at home. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's very true. And I I really, really hate when people do this. Obviously, this is the 90s and it's, it's different now. But I really, really hate when people 
are like, oh my gosh, you should have a big wedding. Everyone wants to see you get married. It's like, don't put pressure on me. Like, don't put pressure on me to make it a show because not for nothing. That's not what it's about. It is about bringing two lives together. That is two people. Maybe if you want to say it's bringing two families together, it's whatever, but it can't happen without those two people. All you need is those two people and someone to marry you as three people that you need there. I really, this like really is like a, uh, sticks in my a I'm pretty sure you need a, a witness well, you need witnesses, well. whatever. Yeah. You need five people who cares. The point yeah. is that you definitely don't need to have everybody and their cousin there. And I really don't like when people say that. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Nobody's allowed at the wedding. Everyone's kicked out of Feeney's wedding. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, oh, everyone wants to be there. You can't rob them of that. And I love how Feeney's just like, no one cares. Like, I'm surprised she cares. He's talking about the Dean. <laughs> they're so in love. I love how, like, the whole scene, they're like holding hands and all like smiley at each other. It's really cute. It I feel like, is. I feel like we've never seen Feeny this happy before. Feeny's never been this happy. Feeny, I think, really hates kids in general. Like, I think he loves teaching, but he hates kids. So I think that now that yeah. he's in a college setting, he's probably a little bit happier. Well, to, also, if people don't do their homework, it's like, who cares? You just fail them. Like, you're not as responsible, I feel like, when you're – I don't mean to say you don't – you don't have as much responsibility over, like, kids' lives like you do in grade schools, you know? Yeah. Um, Corey just butts on in, and he's just like, get out of here. I, you know, you got to leave. Uh, Take your chick with you. I love Alan. Alan's just like, have you lost your mind? You can't talk to Beanie like that. Um, but he's like having, he's like, no, this is an emergency. The in-laws are coming. And for some reason, this gets Feeney to leave immediately. Like, why is Feeney afraid of Topanga's parents coming? Just like the, the in-laws. Maybe he's just afraid that, well, actually, was it the aunt that was like kind of mean to him? I don't oh, think so. yeah. That was Topanga's aunt. They had a disagreement. Yeah. So maybe he's like, ooh, Topanga's family is scary. Well, also Topanga like chased him around once when he she would wouldn't when he wouldn't give her an A. Remember, <laughs> maybe he's just afraid of her in general. He's afraid of anything that genetically created. Her. <laughs> well, okay. So when I is this when we see the parents? Not yet. So this is just Corey is like being very nervous and frantic and like fluffing pillows, and he's just like they used to be Topanga's parents. Now oh, they're yeah. the in laws, and yeah. they're gonna hate me because Probably. Grandma hates you. And, and also he also is very, very nervous. And I don't really blame him for this. He's very nervous. They're going to resent him because Topanga didn't go to Yale. That and even further resent the fact that she did not move to Pittsburgh with them. Exactly. Because of Corey. So I think that's a legitimate fear from Corey. Typically Corey's fears are a little, you know, un unjust and a little loony. Yeah. But I think this is a legitimate fear. I mean, it's not necessarily true. Topanga is like kind of an adult. She made her own decisions for herself. But yeah, I, I would be afraid of this situation as well, especially if they haven't had a conversation since Topanga made those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting that this is the first time they're kind of seeing each other since all of that went down because obviously they're not really present. They don't even live here. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. And so he made, Corey is prepared. He has made flashcards for his parents. What do you, 
What do you think of what's on these flashcards? So Alan is not allowed to do impressions, which, I mean, if you ask me if I thought Alan was a big impressions guy prior to this episode, I'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> this is his party trick. Who knew? And it's terrible. It's truly awful. Um, And he's like, nobody even knows when you're doing impressions. You're not allowed to do them. And then uh, Amy is not allowed to sing to the baby, which I feel like is a bit more hurtful than the don't, do not do impressions thing. Really? I think it's just like, don't sing in general. I mean, I also kind of, I don't know. It feels a little awkward to me. This is, maybe this goes along with my weird thing about PDA. It's a little awkward to me to like be singing to your baby in front of like a room full of people. It's, it's did you say rude? No, it's awkward. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not rude. It's I awkward it is, though. I guess it is awkward. Is it rude? Probably not. Is it awkward? No. I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I think that you and your baby can do whatever you and your baby wants. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fight the moms on this. They have their own issues, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, they have to stick to the conversation topics that Corey has written and it's the Alan gets bridges and patio furniture. And Amy gets peaches and slipcovers. Okay. This is um, so ridiculously specific. Okay. I don't know why this show has completely wiped Jedediah of, like, any of his, his old personality. Because yeah. uh, we know Jeremiah, uh, Jer- Jedediah. We've met him. He's a musician. We know that he plays guitar with, like, the other monkeys. Like, we, we know all this stuff. Why are they you know they like rewrote the story we know that they're artsy folk i don't know why they like i don't know i don't know i don't know who these they really are this is the thing that this show struggles with so much is like continuity right we've talked about it in the past and here it's it's coming up for a very different reason where we have jedediah and rhiannon and obviously we're like completely wiping the slate clean in terms of casting but Jedediah was very like earthy, granola, loved music, made guitars. Not for nothing, but like this guy ain't it. Like this guy is not Jedediah. They've completely like wiped away any. He just feels like a a grump. Like that's basically his entire personality. It's so weird that this is what they went with and it, it once again it's like real, trying to erase the fact that where Topanga came from and but the only thing that you keep is I don't know more earthy sounding names like this man and this woman did not have a child named Nebula you know exactly. what I mean with you um and and for those who maybe didn't rewatch the episode michael mckean is who is playing topanga's dad very famous actor very well known for me yeah he he for me he is chuck on better call saul this is a very serious actor like he play he looks like he plays a serious guy and he does not fit the bill of what we're looking for in a jedediah fantastic actor i'm not saying i'm not saying that he didn't like portray whatever they gave him on this the script it's that this is not the jedediah that we know i feel very similarly about rhiannon who has a different name because her old name was chloe 
Um, and she is played by, um, I recognize her from the show Smallville. Um, I'm not sure if you, no, everybody was that. in Smallville, weren't they? Yeah. Annette O'Toole. Um, she played the mom, Martha Kent in Smallville, very sweet, very similar to how I feel Rhiannon comes off in this, in this episode. Her, I could kind of buy as Topanga's parent. Um, it just felt very I off don't- though. Yeah, I don't necessarily remember meeting Chloe or Rhiannon. We've at least heard her name as Chloe, but I don't know that we've ever met her. I'm trying to remember. I'll look I it up. I don't think we've met her, but I obviously we've seen Topanga's dad a lot. We saw him in the episode where he, uh, the, 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 remember when they brought the bring your dad to work day day? Where they had the uh, presentations. Yes. We saw him there. Yeah. We saw him when he played with the monkeys. I just don't know. Like, if they couldn't get that actor, fine. No problem. Like, you know, shit happens. But why can't they just find somebody that kind of fits that outline? You can still have two people disagree and have it not work out without rechanging their personalities entirely. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Um, so it looks like there uh yeah it looks like we've only ever seen jedediah before um rhiannon slash chloe is completely new um but it is it's very it's very jarring it's very disjointed it just feels awkward and they don't fit as topanga's parents at all um and uh and so yeah so they come inside and he, he like Corey immediately the first thing he says is i'm sorry your daughter gave up yell for me <laughs> <laughs> way to bury the lead yeah and and jedediah again i feel like he's such so much more of a dick than than the old one was he says oh four generations of lawrence is at yale are plenty like once again, Ugh. I don't think that's ever going that's not true. I yeah. feel like Topanga had no real reason why she was applying to Yale, except for the fact like I feel like she wanted to see if she can't could. Like, I don't know if she ever expected to go to Yale. And I no. don't see the Lawrence's being Yaleans. Like Yaleans, that's fun. Um no, I'm with you. It doesn't feel like that would be important to them. Like, yes, they want their daughters to succeed, but did they feel like an Ivy League family? No, no. definitely not. Um, and uh, and so yeah, so uh then we're then we're with uh with Eric here, and we we get like for one of the only times feels like in the entire series, a Sean and Eric scene. Um, I feel like we talked about this where we we were surprised there isn't more one-on-ones. So with them. In the podcast, Pod Meets World, they actually explain that a little. And Do they? Mm-hmm, and it's because the the characters, I mean, excuse me, the actors, Will Friedel and Ryder Strong, they're best friends in real life. They're really close. Whenever they were on set together, they just made each other laugh so much that they could not get through it a break. Scene. Yeah, they couldn't get through a scene. So the, oh the writers were like, we can't write scenes for you. And I do think that the the show is like doing like a cute little meta moment when he's like, "Oh, hey, do you want to talk? What you and me? We can do that." Like, it re- <laughs> doesn't it feel like that? Because they're like, yes, no, "We never have before. Not in the last six years. Not even when we lived together." And it's like it feels like the show is poking fun at it. Um, and uh, and so we get 
this moment for Eric where he's just like, you know what? My life really sucks. Like I lost my apartment, my apartment. I lost Rachel, Rachel. (laughs) I lost my best friend, Jack, Rachel. (laughs) And now he says he's about to lose Feeney and he's feeling all sorts of ways about it. Yeah. (laughs) Jack. Um, Yeah. He was really funny in this scene. He's he really is like having such a rough go. And we we don't know where he's living at this moment, do we? Um, No, because he last we saw he left the the crazy man's apartment, the guy with the dead bird. um, And we don't know where he ended up. He's probably couch crashing, going to everybody's houses, sleeping on the couch. Maybe he snuck into Feeney's house. Maybe Feeney has been staying with the Dean and he snuck into Feeney's house and has been sleeping there. They should have done that as a a storyline B. That would have been great. That would have been such a... And then, you know, they were like, oh, we gotta... Dean Bowman, we need to take the guest bedroom and make it into your office now that you're living here. Exactly. And then you see remnants of Eric. And he's like, Eric, what what are you doing here? Maybe they're like, we don't want to rebuild the Feeney set. So we're not going to do that. Yeah, it would be a totally different house. And be like, look, this is the set that's been the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and Sean says, well, Eric, I lost something that means more to me than any of that. And I managed to survive. <laughs> Eric says, you mean your dead dad, Sean? <laughs> He's like, you're a sensitive guy. He's, He's being like, such a butt face. I thought that he was going to say Angela actually. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like his but dad, I do think it was probably losing dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and, uh, uh, Eric goes on to talk about like, oh, I wish Eric, if Rachel could see how much I, I love her. And um, and I love Sean saying like, do you guys do you think you'd actually make a good couple? Uh, and he's like, well, she's so pretty. And he's like, right. But this is where we're getting into the Sean that is like the eventual Sean where he's very like in touch with who he is and like his emotions. And he's a writer. Yeah. Right. And so he says, yeah. well, what? what about her personality makes you her your ideal woman what about her attracts you spiritually and Ooh, all he could yeah. say is she's just so pretty okay something more you can think of something more he couldn't even think of anything about the personality or anything he was really just stigmatized yeah he was vaginatized oh yeah yeah that's what i meant Vaginatized by Jack. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but really, what it was is that it was all a competition between him and Jack. And Sean notices that he's like, "You care about all this competition way more than you care about her." Um, and he's like, "You know what? I could have won. I could have cheated." He cheated, and he's like, "Because Dad died." He's like, "Yeah, he was grieving. Chicks dig people that are grieving." <laughs> and he's like, "Listen, I'm really sorry. I know this was your dad, um, but it was a fix." Um. <laughs> And we get this moment from Sean, which again feels completely unearned in my opinion, because he was only gone for like two weeks. <laughs> but yeah, his his whole life, like, um, you know, thought process has changed now that he had one week away. Yeah, he's like, oh, I took off in my dad's trailer. I had a moment that everything became clear. I was looking at the night skies and I felt like a tiny little speck. Um, and then I decided that while I'm here, I want to be with my friends and family and everyone that I love. Um, and when I'm with my friends, I don't feel small. That's what I figured out. Um, and I'm just like, but he was gone for a week. Like, can we stop acting like this was some huge earth shattering revelation for Sean? 
a one week in Boy Meets World time is like five months. <laughs> That's I just wish. I wish. I think they could have fixed this. You know, I think I think they could have fixed this, and all they had to say was, "My dad dying was what I needed to realize what's important." I, I think oh, if so they just not changed- the trip. No, I think they just he could still go on the trip, but I think if they just changed the wording of the the episode, then they could fix it. Like re- change the wording of the script. All he needs to say is, "It took my dad dying for me to realize what's important and to like stick close to the people that I love." And that's what I want my life to be about. You know what I mean? Like, I just think yeah. like you can talk when about looking at the night sky and you can yeah. really make a huge difference in yeah. it making sense in this yeah. narrative. Yeah. And so Sean's like, yeah, that was, that was for me. So maybe you need to, to figure stuff out. And, uh, and Eric's like, you know what? I'm glad you came back. This was a nice talk. We should do this again sometime. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in like three more seasons. We're never going to talk again. Yeah. Uh, and I also couldn't help. I don't know if it was just me, but this entire um, conversation they're having while drinking like bottles that looked like Coca-Cola, but I think it was just cola. And I couldn't stop staring at them. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Okay. So is there, there's never been a, ban- a brand that just said cola, right? This was such a 90s thing to just be like, cola you know what i mean yeah yeah because that was like what that's what everyone can call their stuff that everyone can call it cola like if you went to your closest grocery store right now and you went inside and you looked for the store brand version of coca-cola it would it would always be red it's always going to be red because they want you to think it's like coke um but i can't stop staring at these bottles that look so much like an old school coke what does cola actually mean and it's it's so it's one of those words when you say it enough, it just is nothing. Sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cool I have well. no idea. I just know that's what everyone calls like, just like Sprite. It's really just like lemon lime, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, I can't stop staring at these, uh, these cola bottles. And I love how they like clink them uh, together at the end. It's a very nice scene. Like I wish it makes me wish we had more Sean Eric scenes. In so the past. are you blaming the actors for this? I'm hundred percent blaming them. Be professionals, boys. Yeah, hold it together. Um, so let's let's stop here. Let's go to a quick ad break before we break everyone's hearts by talking about Topanga's parents. <laughs> we'll be right back. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back. Um, uh, to I think I'm fine. <laughs> like, I, I don't think that I'm heartbroken that they are like, getting along. I think it's sad to watch how upset Topinga is more so than it is it's more uncomfortable to watch her parents to be honest that's true um they're watching them they're like oh my gosh everything is going great they're loving each other one big happy family and this is when Corey drops the bomb that he gave them cards to to help with talking points and so when they go out into the living room i feel like they're having a perfectly normal conversation about television yeah, that's a very normal conversation. That's, that you're that's having. safe. It's safe. It's not like they're starting to get into politics exactly. or 
religion or anything like that. Um, you can veer away from what was it? Patio furniture, peaches, bridges, bridges. Yeah. I think those topics I could, if, I mean, if I had to, I could probably talk about peaches for five minutes. Five minutes feels long to talk about peaches. I thought you were going to say, I feel like you could talk more about patio furniture. I could talk about patio furniture. Um, I like peaches. I'm kind of allergic to them, but I just keep eating them. And You're allergic gets, to them? What happens? My mouth gets like super itchy. Ooh. And my lips kind of swell up a little bit. But I, I really like peaches. It's like so. your own personal lip plumper. You could just eat exactly. So I kind of just push through. Um, I like peaches, but I think the flaw with peaches is anything with a pit in the middle annoys me to no end. Why? Because at least with like an apple, when you're eating it, you can hold the top and the bottom and then you could throw it away with like a peach or a plum. What do you even hold on to? There's nothing left by the time you get to the middle, except the stupid freaking pit that you have to throw away. It's so annoying. And they don't travel very well either. It's such like a petty thing to complain about. <laughs> Justice for peaches. Do you know that there's like this like uh, this peach business where, I don't know, it's called like Perfect Peach or something. And then they, 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 they come to random locations like mall parking lots and you sign up for your case of peaches. And then you show up at the mall parking lot and you get your case of peaches. I really want to do it. I'm very confused by this. Do they travel the United States? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? They travel all over the United States giving, selling these peaches. Yes. This is yeah. ridiculous. Does peaches travel well? Like, how do you, well, like, do you don't become... they have to have a farm somewhere? Uh, Yeah, I know they do. But the thing is, is that they, they like pick them and then they, you, you go. And are they you... really the perfect peaches? Though? They say it. They say that they're the juiciest peaches. All right. Are they from I Georgia? Really if they're not, then I don't year. believe them. It's called, I think it's called the peach truck. The peach. I mean, that would be an appropriate name for it. Yeah. I do like now. Yeah, I do like the taste of peaches, but can I tell you something weird? As yeah. I've gotten older, I really hate artificial peach. Like, oh, I will I, not drink, like, you know how, like, iced tea, there's, like, peach-flavored iced yes. tea? I cannot do it. That's my I can't favorite. can't do peach seltzer. Um, I don't know what's seltzer. wrong with me, but I can't do peach-flavored things anymore. I can eat a peach, what but I cannot fuzzy do peach peaches, flavor. the candy? Yeah, I'd eat those. Oh, okay. I like peach-flavored things. It's actually my favorite artificial oh, flavor. See, we're so I different. I don't, how is it that so we've made it this far together? Different. I don't know. If anybody um, wants to sponsor us, the peach truck.com, that would be really great. Because I really, peaches. I really want to get these peaches. Mm-hmm. Um, at least they're not the like $80 peaches or were those pears? I can't remember that you buy from like Harry and David or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah. That. Remember we found that. And then remember when we found the chocolate covered jalapeno peppers? Yes. And that oh, sent you so over the edge. nasty. That's it's so vile. Yeah. I know. Um, I never tried them, but I'm very interested in them. I would never. I would literally. I mean, besides the fact that I can't handle spice, there's nothing that sounds appetizing about jalapenos like dipped in chocolate. Dipped in chocolate. Yeah, it's it. It sounds disgusting. disgusting but yeah, I would try it. Um. So anyway, we find out Jedediah's hot take is that the only good show that was ever on television was Alf. Uh, that's a hot take. It's a shitty take. Um, and we have. Uh, Topanga's mom being like nobody watches Alf it's not even on anymore and he's like well that's my point there's nothing good and she's like what what's the matter with Alec McBeal 
And he says she has no passion for the law. And she takes <laughs> issues with her husband's comments on television in front of other people. And and then Rhiannon's like, she's not even married. And he's like, and she never will be. Have you ever seen Ally McBeal? Never in my life. Oh, I really like Ally McBeal. That is actually something that we should consider covering because it's it's fun. It's an adventure. Let's see how many how many seasons do you think Ally McBeal had? Um, I think it had five seasons. It did. It is a drama from 1997. It had five seasons. The legal yep. comedy drama. I watched it. Would Never you consider it. watching the pilot of Ally McBeal? Yeah, I'd, I'd consider watching the pilot. Yeah. Definitely. I see some no- notable faces on here. Yeah, Ally McBeal. No, Clarissa Flockhart, <laughs> Lucy Liu, um, Ellen DeGeneres' wife, um, Robert Downey Jr. was in it. And oh my gosh. Okay, well, this is kind of a spoiler, but Robert Downey Jr. dated Ally McBeal. And everybody was obsessed with the relationship. It was like the best relationship on television ever. Like everybody was like, yes, we love it. They're perfect. And then if you remember in the 90s, Robert Downey Jr. had a drug problem. Yes, I do remember that. The relationship had to end. He wasn't able to like be on the show anymore. He wasn't able to film. So he like just like ditched Ally McBeal. (gasps) And it was the most heartbreaking, heart-wrenching thing in the galaxy because they were the best relationship ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I've never heard of that. Um, that's absolutely wild. But yeah. Jedediah hates Ally McBeal. <laughs> I love and Ally McBeal, Jedediah. I was like, I felt like Jedediah sucks. Like, there's nothing likable about him. No. He's like, oh, she'll never get a husband. It's like, okay, calm down, calm I down. I think she did. I think that she did. I'm oh, not good. positive. Good for her. But actually, never mind. That's more spoilers. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to talk about Ally McBeal. That was one of my favorite childhood it's not really a child show, but I watched it with I was my parents. Say, it was like a drama. No, I watched it with my parents and it was like one of my favorite things that I used to watch that I probably wasn't supposed to be watching with my parents. Yeah. Um, and freaking Alan is trying to break the tension by doing Johnny Carson impressions. And then he's trying to do like Ed McMahon impressions and they're all so bad and uh, and uh, Jedediah says that was hideous. Do another one. And this is when, again, Rhiannon says, oh, I thought it was fine. And uh, he was like, um, he was just like, oh, I was just letting, having a little fun with him. And they're getting into like a little bit of an argument. And yeah, it's getting really awkward. It's getting for very tense. Yeah. Rhiannon's like, I didn't mean to scold. I just thought you were being rude. And he's like, I wasn't being rude. Rude is how you chose to interpret it, honey. And it's no, like, that's rude. I feel like it's Jedediah is the one that's making things really awful. He's being really condescending. He is. And it's he's complete. This is what I'm saying is like he's completely night and day from the original Jedediah. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, and so, yeah. So then we have like uh, Amy going up and soothing Joshua with a little lullaby and Corey's yelling at her. And then freaking Alan is doing another <laughs> another impression. Corey's just like, everybody needs to just i think i really do think that the lullabies are like at the bottom of the list uh of an issue uh i'm with you i'm with you i don't i think everyone's a parent in this room you know like no one's judging amy for doing what she needs to sue the baby um uh but yeah so jedediah is like just drop it we'll talk about it later 
Um, and, uh, and he's like, well, just the trouble is if we don't, if we drop something, it doesn't mean it goes away. And so they're like, oh, okay, let's, um, let's go have some dessert. Um, but Topanga wants to make an announcement, but instead of getting to make an announcement, uh, Jedediah leaves to get a little bit of air. And, um, and of course, uh, we see Rhiannon go after him and Topanga's like very concerned. Like she's, I don't think she's ever seen anything like this before. If I had to guess, I feel like they didn't really start having problems until Topanga wasn't around or if they did, they were always hiding them from her. I totally agree with it. And also a lot of the times you have kids and you stay for the kids and things like that. And I think that that's probably something that also is going on between the two of them. Yeah. And Corey, of course, blames the fact that they didn't stick to the cards (laughs) because he's Corey. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Topanga asks her mom, you know, what's wrong, what's going on, what's wrong with dad. Uh, she's like, oh, daddy and I have been together a long time. And Topanga is like, yeah, exactly. I've been telling Corey. I really like, he, uh, he really wants me to reassure him. Our relationship will last forever. And all I have to do is tell him about you guys. And I really did love her mom's, like what her mom says here, even if she wasn't having issues with her husband, I feel like it's really nice advice to say like, every relationship lives on its own. What you each bring to it is what sustains it. You don't need to look at any other relationships as an example. I just really thought that was like really great advice regardless of their situation. I do do too, because especially because it's so easy if you're having your own relationship issues to you speak negatively about love or not be very supportive. You know, it could have been very easy for Rhiannon uh, to be negative in this situation. So I do think that it's very fair and nice of her um, and good parenting to be like, you know, just because we are good doesn't mean that, you know, all relationships are good just because we're not doing well doesn't mean that all relationships are bad exactly and so uh she's like oh it's gonna be so hard for me and Corey to live up to you guys but we're gonna try and she goes back into the living room her dad back comes comes back in and apologizes he's like oh it was such a long drive from pittsburgh and they're like okay great we have a wedding to plan um and uh and and then um the topanga leaves the room and rhiannon is just like oh did you get enough air and it's very obvious that there's like so much tension between them yeah yeah it's it's really suffocating i think that they really mm-hmm. needed to get out and kind of re collaborate what they're yeah. going through because they're, they're just making everything an awkward situation and honestly they haven't seen Topanga in a really long time they in my opinion i think that they should kind of focus on their child and kind of put their petty dramas aside for a different day yeah definitely uh then we get to rachel and jack who are sharing a cup with two straws on the couch okay is that wor- okay well hold on are you do you have a problem with them that the fact that they're sharing a drink or do you have a problem with the fact that they're sharing a drink with two straws um both i don't you understand don't share drinks with will i have my own drink you you're never like hi can i have a sip of your water I've definitely done that, but I'm not sitting on the couch next to him drinking out of the same cup. (laughs) There's a difference. If he's like, if we go to a restaurant and he orders like a fancy Bev, I would ask for a sip just to see how it tastes. Yeah. But we're not like putting a cup between us and putting two straws in it. Like it's the fifties and we're sharing a milkshake. This is ridiculous. (laughs) 
They're just cozy on the couch. They're I having can't a stand this time. You know what my problem is with their relationship? I thought yeah. that like I liked the start of it, right? I liked that it was it evolved out of comfort. It evolved out of Rachel grieving uh or excuse me, Jack grieving and Rachel comforting him. Yes. I, what I don't like is that all we've seen since is literally they just make out all the time. That's all they do. They only make out. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have anything? Is, is like, does Jack know anything about her personality or is it still that like, he's just very attracted to her? I think based on the conversation that's about to happen, I don't think he knows a ton about her. It doesn't seem well, like they've this done relationship is not viable. Then it doesn't seem like it. Um, they talk about sharing spaghetti like Lady and the Tramp, and it's just like that's that sounds so fucking gross to me. Like I've I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I've never done that. I've never done that either. I. You know what else? Anytime you slurp spaghetti, you're gonna make a mess, and it's red sauce, and it's gonna it's just gonna stain. And I just feel like you're you're gonna stain things. Are you anti slurping pasta? Oh, I am a hundred percent. Does some. I hate that is something maybe you don't know about me because I don't feel like it would come up like in conversation. I hate food noises. When oh, people slurp yeah. their soup, I want to cut their face off. Oh, I've never I, really heard you complain about food noises no. before. Um, when people it's it's people slurping their soup and it's people chewing with their mouth open. It mm. gets under my skin in such a major way. So leaving yeah. the tramping it with spaghetti is not up my alley. Not even a little bit. Wow. Like, okay. I know it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, I hope that I'm a quiet eater around you. I think I am. Yeah, I've never I would have noticed it because we've eaten meals together and you were not a loud eater. They're like I can I have, I can be forgiving about like chips, right? Like chips are loud food. It's not like you can control the crunch of the chip. But like you don't need to slurp soup. You could just put it in your gullet. Like you just scoop <laughs> it into your mouth. That's it. No need yeah. to slurp it off the spoon. No, I promise I won't slurp soup near you. <laughs> uh so uh Eric stops by. And they're like, oh, it was a normal night. You didn't interrupt anything that we were reading the Bible. And he's like, oh, great. Cause I wanted to give you my blessing. Um, I love, he starts off. He's like, I'm not going to try to make you feel bad or uncomfortable. And then he sees this, the cup and he's like, two straws. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's less intimate than one straw though. But still, uh, but if it was one straw, he would then think he it was just know. one person's then, cup. Then know. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know what? You know what? Seriously, forget about it. I'm genuinely happy for both of you. And he starts talking about when Rachel first moved in. And he's like, oh, don't you remember? We were so excited when we when she first moved in. And Rachel tries to leave, which I feel like is a good move. Like, she doesn't need to be a part of this. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, the second we saw her, we both wanted her. Uh, he's like, I've been a fool this whole time. I've been thinking I'm so in love with Rachel. But you know what? I don't even know her. Um, he, he was like, I was just thinking about what she was going to wear, getting a smell of her hair. She has that cute little laugh. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's just like, he's just like, I realized that after I moved out, it was just the competition that was exciting. Do you think and, that this is true though? Um, I, to a, to a certain extent, yes. I think that a lot of the problem here is that Eric doesn't like that Jack beat him. That Eric, True. think about it. We've known Eric since season one, where he was the ladies' man, man of all ladies' men. Correct, yeah. They've completely changed his character now, but we have to still remember that even if they want to try to feed us bullshit continuity crap, we know the real Eric. We know Eric was a ladies' man. It must be really hard for him to not get the girl he was going after. 
Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that's true. I think that it's something that he's not used to. He's not like the hot guy on campus mm-hmm. like he used to be. So I, I guess I understand what is he's going through in this sense. But I do think that also he had a crush on Rachel. Oh, I'm not saying there were no feelings there. I certainly yeah. think there were feelings. But I also think he was projecting a lot, too. Like he thought he's like, oh, she's the perfect girl. And then he didn't get her. And then it made it worse because he couldn't really be friends with Jack because he also lost to Jack. And what Jack says here to me is what says like he really doesn't. It's not he doesn't care about Rachel. He does. But he doesn't know her that well because he says like, oh, yeah, I won that one. And it's just like, mm, mm. yeah, it's gross, nope. right? You didn't so you gross. win people. No, especially like you can't just say like it's, it's like she's not a prize. She's a human being. And uh, Eric says, oh, I'm just I just came over to tell you guys I'm so happy for you. And it it feels so good to finally get this off my chest. So I'll see you later. And he leaves. And it's like I feel like there's just like this tension in the air after he leaves because of what Jack said. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jack kind of messed up in this in this. He shouldn't have said this stuff. He definitely shouldn't have like no girl wants to feel like she was just a prize in some competition like it's supposed to be a mutual relationship. It just feels so gross what he said. Um, and then uh, we're back to Corey and Topanga, and they're talking about the hall that they want to get married at, and they want her parents to come see. It's going to be so beautiful. Um, and then we get to hear the stories of the two parent, the two sets of parents, like uh, weddings. And we find out Amy and Alan eloped. I feel like we've heard this once before. We yeah, the something very, along those lines. We at the very least knew that Amy's parents were against their marriage because they Correct. were so young. Correct. Yeah. Um, we've been married for 23 years. So Eric is what? Like 20 or 21 or so maybe? No, he's older yeah. than that. He, I think he's 23. <laughs> why do you – wait. Why do you think he's 23? Because isn't he like substantially older he's than like Corey? Five years older than Corey. Well, maybe he's three years or th- three to five years older than Corey. It it changed a little. Well, then that would be twenty three if Corey's eighteen. I think he's closer to twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Regardless, he's, they still have like, him. What is he like? He's supposed to be like a junior. I don't know. The the timetables are all so timetables are really because we skipped time at one point, yeah. and yeah, it's very confusing. Um, but they did elope and they're like, yeah, uh, her folks didn't think I'd amount to anything. And we showed them and they're all like super like cuddly and cutesy and like, oh, we have a new baby and now our babies are getting married. Um, and Topanga says, what about you guys? Did grandma and grandpa think you'd make it? Oh, and this is so heartbreaking. Her mom is just like, yeah, they did. They thought we'd make it. They thought we'd be together forever. And she starts crying and I hated. Wow. Jedediah just turns to her and he says, don't. This is so rude. Okay. This imposter is the worst. I wish that Topanga would remember that this isn't her real dad and be like, wait a minute. Who are you? Get out of here. Yeah. Jed- old Jedediah would never. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I feel like this doesn't make any sense for who we knew Jedediah to be. And he's just like, he just tells her don't. And, and then her mom says, so did I. And, uh, and so she's like, I'm really sorry. Um, and, uh, and freaking Jedediah is like, not now. And Topanga says, why are you crying? I'm getting, you're scaring me. And they say, oh, I thought I could do this, but I can't. 
Um, and Amy and Alan are like, let's go feed the baby and, and get on at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it's about time. They had to, they had to get out of here. It's yeah. Way too awkward. Yeah. And so this is when we get like the information from her parents. Like we argue all the time. Um, and her dad is just like really not wanting to say anything to them. Whereas her mom's trying to be honest this is like a tough position to be in, right? It's like, do you tell the truth or do you try to put on a, a brave face for truth. like, just I mean, this at this visit? point, at this point, yeah, tell the truth. You kind of have to. Um, and they said, haven't you ever wondered why we let you stay here when we moved to Pittsburgh? And Corey's like, because of me, <laughs> because of me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think, I mean, what, what are they saying in the situation that they wanted alone time to figure stuff out? I think so. They said they think that they could take time together by themselves to work stuff out. I don't think that was the only reason. They said last time is because of her schooling. They didn't want to relocate her. I think it could be both. I do, I think it could be, you know, I think it I think it could be both. I think right, I'm trying to remember, wasn't the reason they moved one of the parents got a new job? I'm pretty sure that was the yeah. reason originally. Yeah probably um, and they didn't they they're saying like we didn't want to dump this on you we wanted to wait until after the wedding and they really tried but it's just not it's not working and Topanga says you guys will get through this and her mom says marriage is not something to get through Topanga it's not why I got married I mean I sort of disagree with that statement just in the fact of like everybody has their ups and downs and sometimes you yeah. are gonna have to work through stuff. Yeah, I think marriage is definitely work. Um, I also like how she told Corey that it has nothing to do with him, like they love him. So yeah. I thought that was nice at least because they didn't have to she didn't have to say that to Corey. And I think it's something that he really appreciates. Yeah, he needed to hear it. You know, he's thinking a lot some of this is his fault exactly um and uh, they say maybe we just got married too young and i'm like (laughs) you know like topanga hears that for sure you know she's that's sinking into her brain um and she's really upset throughout all of this and i can't really blame her she's still really young you know like hearing that your parents are breaking up is probably never easy but especially not when like you've had this false sense of who they are and she wasn't seemingly she wasn't around when they fought so this is for her coming completely out of the blue right yeah it's not like once again like a dawson leary situation where he catches them cheating or you know having rendezvous on thursdays it's something totally different and i can imagine this is tough on topanga uh it's a blind side it's really a blind side she thought that they had the perfect relationship yeah yeah exactly uh then we go to Feeney's wedding Sean and Angela arrive together and Angela's like listen we're not together we're not here as a couple I'll sit with you maybe I'll dance with you we're not together he's like you've already reminded me (laughs) three times in the car where do they think that they're dancing there is nowhere to dance there's no room there's no room this is the most packed ceremony to the point where Angela and Sean have to stand on the stairs they don't even have seating they don't even have a seat it's ridiculous stupid and they also so show stupid. up so late to the fact that it's about to happen. It's, it's literally about to, about to happen. So rude. How are they so late? Morgan is coming down the stairs as a flower girl and they just arrived. Yeah. And of course, Sean is just like, oh, my God, Morgan's a flower girl. Give me a kiss. <laughs> um, I did really love the the scene between Eric and Feeney, though, where he's like, I'm really going to miss you, Mr. Feeney. And he's like, oh, I'll miss you, too, my boy. He's like, but I'll be back from Aruba in two weeks. 
And he's like, oh, I'm thinking of doing some traveling myself. And he's like, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not going to. Because <laughs> yeah, Eric would did, do that. <laughs> he would. Did you have a feeling that Eric was thinking that he was going to, like, run away? This felt very, like, oh, I'm not going to see you again because I'm leaving, not it you. It did feel like that. But I also remembered the conversation he had with Sean and, like, how Sean went on a trip and had this revelation. And for Eric, it would make sense for him to go on a trip to expect to have a revelation. You know, yeah, that's true. Um, also, can I just point out the seating arrangements are completely fucked in this scene. We mm-hmm. have. OK, we have Rachel and Jack front row seats, <laughs> front row seats. The parents, the two sets of parents, Amy and Alan and Topanga's parents are sitting in the row behind them. Why um, are the Lawrence's there? They don't know the Feeney and the Dean. Doesn't make sense. Um, we have, uh, so Eric goes and sits down and we have Topanga and Corey kind of sitting on the side. Angela and Sean are standing. The Dean comes downstairs. She's wearing like a cute little pantsuit number. Her hair is like in a back, like a messy bun. I don't know about this look. Um, but they start the wedding. George and Lila have chosen to express their love in their own words. And oh my God. Oh my God. I love Delilah's vow so much. She says quietly. I've searched for my love for my, much of my life. And now that I begin this marriage of our spirits, I realize how incredibly lucky I am. I found it. My only sadness is that I found you so late in my, in life, uh, yeah. that we've lived our lives spending more days apart than together. This is like very, very sweet. I loved that. It mm. is. I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if they had, they're both very um, academic people. I wonder if they had any say in writing these vows to one another, even though they, you know, it doesn't really, it's not really apt to their real relationship. I wonder if they, they had any say in any of what they were saying. I would love that if they did. I think that would be really sweet. Um, and uh, Feeney says, you've given me your love and friendship and I promise I'll make up for that lost time. And Lila says for marriage is based on those things, but friendship most of all. And so they they get married. And meanwhile, we're watching like Corey's parents are like kissing and smoochy smoochy. OK, they they really tried hard with Topanga's parents. They're not even like sitting straight forward. They're like turned away from each, away other. From each other. And then Topanga is like blubbering, crying. Yeah, watching whole, them. And there's a reason. I mean, obviously, the reason they're sat in these positions is so that we can get a clear view of Topanga as she's sobbing as like her parents are not even looking at each other. Um, and so they, they get married, they kiss the bride, um, and, uh, and Topanga is like so upset she can't. Oh, and we also have Sean and Angela, like Sean keeps trying to put his hand on Angela's and she keeps pulling it away. And finally he like puts his arm around her shoulder and she like leans into him. It's like a pretty sweet moment. It was kind of cute. It was pretty Mm -hmm. sweet. Corey's suit is the ugliest thing that I've ever seen in my life. It's really ugly. It's like brown, but it's like mushroomy brown it's mushroom gross. mushroom is the color yes yeah. it's like a gray brown yeah it's, it's ugly pre- it's pretty bad it's pretty like much the worst suit i've ever seen him in yeah it's terrible um and so after they are pronounced man and wife and kiss everyone is clapping except Topanga, who is crying Corey does give her a little kiss and i thought that was like sweet to try to comfort yeah. her but um who? but the phone rings oh sorry yeah. go ahead no i was gonna say yeah the phone rings why do they not unplug the phone? This is so rude. The it's the phone's rude. ringing right when they're, um, you know, kissing the bride. It's just 
It's very rude. They should have unplugged the phone for the should ceremony. Have the phone. Uh, we're all about unplugged ceremonies. Also, if you can't have enough seats for everybody, then you should not have this in your home. No, do it. Like you said, do it on campus. I'm sure they have some lovely yeah. gardens. Like this is also, we know it's about to be summer. So it's, yeah. it's warm enough outside to do it. Exactly. Um, and there's and chairs around the dining table in the kitchen. You can't bring those chairs in. So that's- I, this is, it's a shit show. It's a shit show. I don't think Amy was prepared. She has a newborn and she's trying to plan a fucking wedding in like two <laughs> days. Get the fuck out of here. I see for all these people, three things of champagne and three bottles of water. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. These people are going to be parched. We're going to starve and be thirsty all yeah, the same the time. What's the situation here? We did see it. There's a cake in the kitchen. Um, okay. Like a three tier cake. Lots of presents. They did get lots of presents. Oh, okay. Well, then it's worth it because I love presents. Um, And so Corey picks up the phone and he says, no, uh, it's the guy from the wedding place. And he's like, no, we haven't gotten back to you yet. No, I don't think July is going to work. We're going to still think about it because he's looking at Topinga, who is just sobbing, staring at her parents. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense. It is too soon. I think that the family has their own dramas now they probably have to relook at finances you know divorces and separations are expensive yeah definitely i think it's it's all very i think it's all like it's putting doubt in her mind about love you know like it's just it's tough for her to right now and i think this makes sense pause everything let topanga deal with this like family stuff uh and then revisit and that's the end of the season it's kind of a weird end to the season like right i don't know it just felt a little strange as a season finale i guess i mean there wasn't much there wasn't like a big thing i just think right. that i think that what they wanted us to do was doubt the Corey and topanga relationship even though yeah. that we know that they're super solid yeah yeah i think so i did put doubt in our heads about jack and rachel though i feel like that was that hit home real hard you know like yeah. that was kind of a that was a moment for them um but that's that's our season uh and of course as is the huge here uh we're gonna be doing a wrap-up episode next podcast so we'll have a little bit of time before we start season seven so next week we'll be releasing a wrap-up of season six talking about our mvps lvps um and uh you know the huge talking through our favorite episodes least favorite episodes all of that great stuff any final thoughts before we uh end this podcast there anything final thoughts on the finale of season six i did like the finale i thought that it was interesting to see topanga's family dynamic and topanga's been so sure of this wedding well at times but you know she's been really trying to push the ball forward and it's kind of nice if topanga maybe gets more so on Corey's level at least a little bit I agree with that. I think to me, the weakest part is just the recast. I think it doesn't track with who we know Topanga's parents to be. Yeah. And that is what hurt it the most. Um, I really liked the Sean and Eric conversation that we got to see. Um, and uh, and yeah, I like the general thing of like, yeah, let's give Topanga some hard moments for wedding planning. She's not always yeah. going to be you know, solid as a rock of like wanting to get married. Yeah. So it makes me hopeful that there's going to be Topanga centric episodes next season, our last season as well. Yeah. We still have one more full season to go through 23 episodes left uh, to cover of the show. So that's exciting. 
Um, but uh, what else? What else do you have going on here and elsewhere, Sarah? And where can people find you? Yeah, I think we have two more episodes till the end of season four of Dawson's Creek. So we'll wind up having another recap as well mm-hmm. and start a new season. Um, we just released our bonus content for August, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Had a great time talking about that with Adam. Um, and then over at Posture Recaps, Jessica and I finished our coverage of Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, and um, a few more episodes of A League of the Room with Grace and Marissa. So all good things over at Chit 90 Shows Taught Me and at Posture Recaps. You can find us at Chit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Fantastic. Of course, you can also hear me finishing up coverage on Paper Girls over on Post Show Recaps and continuing on with season three coverage of Community on Community Building, also on Post Show Recaps. You can find me at the Just Sterling. And of course, we will be back in just one week to recap all of season six, talk through our faves and not so faves. Uh, so exciting stuff. One more season to go. Can't wait. Talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.